There's no secret formula for better service throughout the customer journey. But there is the all-new service hub from HubSpot. It makes it infinitely easier to scale customer support and increase retention. By bringing service and support together in one powerful platform, you can deliver the best experiences for your customers and your teams. Free up time for your reps to focus on complex issues with an AI-powered help desk. Proactively drive retention with customer health scores that help keep your business ahead, stopping churn in its tracks. And give your entire go-to-market team the data they need to operate as one unified, powerful front. Also, you can easily support, strengthen, and grow your customer base. Secrets out. HubSpot Service Hub is a game changer. Visit HubSpot.com service to do more for your customers today. Good morning, everyone. It's Wednesday, January 17th. I'm John Weigel here with Mark Dent, and this is the Hustle Daily Show. Today, we're asking why some super wealthy people are straight up giving away their money. Specifically, Austrian heiress Marlene Engelhorn and the $27.4 million she gave away in protest. But for the billionaires outside of the giving mindset, how can countries move to tax them fairly? We'll get to that and much more. But first, let's give you the hits and headlines today across business and tech. First up, Uber is officially shutting down Drizzly, the alcohol delivery service it purchased in 2021 for $1.1 billion. Uber said it will instead double down on its Uber Eats strategy, which, yes, you can order alcohol on. So enjoy the convenience of high noon delivery, everybody. Mark, what do you think about this drizzly shutdown and its short reign? Well, I know we're going to be talking about people giving away a lot of money, but Uber gave away an awful lot of money here to basically (laughs) just do nothing. Um, Yeah, boy, did they ever. Yeah, $1.1 billion. And I don't know, it just kind of seemed always like a, a weird fit, I thought, for Uber. I know that they have Uber eats. But, you know, as I recall, Drizzly, it was a little bit different because the liquor stores kind of did their own deliveries. It wasn't quite done in the same way that the rest of Uber Eats was. And it just never really seemed to mesh. I guess that's the reason why you end up kind of giving up on a $1 billion acquisition after just, you know, a few years. Yeah, it is fascinating that they bought it in 2021. And to me, at least the height of Drizzly when it came out, I think maybe 2016, 2017 is when I remember it being used the most. And 2021 seems even further after its descent. Maybe they decided to do a (laughs) a pandemic buy or something and (laughs) grab onto that. But I think the integration was right there with Uber Eats the whole time. You could just sell alcohol in Uber Eats. So maybe they just needed the permits (laughs) or something like that. I guess, hey, you know what? People who want alcohol delivered to them can still get it. So uh, I guess society wins a little bit, at least. Yeah. So it's a win for America all around. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of wins for America, Burger King's owner, Restaurant Brands International, is buying the fast food chain's largest U.S. franchisee for about a billion dollars. The purchase of Carol's Restaurant Group, which operates over 1,000 Burger King locations, is part of the company's $400 million plan to revive business because I guess chicken fries were not enough to do that for them. Next, Elon Musk is asking Tesla's board for about $82 billion of company shares, which will raise his stake in the company from 13% to a whopping 25%. Musk said that he won't help Tesla become a leader in AI and robotics unless he has more voting control and would build products elsewhere if he didn't have it. So crazy. Now some positive and negatives for Apple. For the first time, Apple shipped more smartphones in 2023 than Samsung did. 
Apple shipped 234.6 million iPhones, while Samsung shipped 226.6 million devices, per an analysis from Canalis. I mean, that's a hell of a lot of phones to throw away when iPhone 16 comes out next year. Now, going into the negative for Apple, it removed blood oxygen testing tech from some watches to avoid a U.S. ban, and the Supreme Court refused an appeal against a ruling that will allow developers to use alternate purchasing options and avoid App Store fees. So, some ups and downs for Apple. Now, on to our main story. Our top story today centers around inheritance with a dash of fair taxation talk, starting with Austrian heiress Marlene Engelhorn and a huge amount of money she gave away for a specific purpose. What's the story here, Mark? Yeah, so uh, Marlene Engelhorn is a 31-year-old who lives in Austria, and she is a descendant of Friedrich Engelhorn, who was the founder of this pharmaceutical company, BASF. And as such, she inherited around $27 million when her grandmother died a little bit over a year ago. And she wasn't really certain how to feel about it. Uh, She felt like she came into all this money and hadn't really done anything to earn it, basically. Wow. I wish more people felt that way. Yeah. I think that's why it's become this huge story, because very few people do. And so what Marlene Engelhorn has done is formed this kind of council that's going to help her decide how to redistribute all this money. Mm -hmm. And so what happened with this council is that 10,000 Austrian citizens were selected to apply to be part of this council, and 50 of them are going to end up being chosen. And then that council is going to decide how to share that $27 million. Wow. And they're going to decide what organizations they send it to, charity-wise and such, I'm guessing? That is exactly right. And what the plan is, is that this group is hopefully going to just kind of come up with ways to use that money in ways that they believe will kind of help society as a whole. That's their kind of goal with this. Mm-hmm. And part of the reason why she's doing this is because Austria doesn't have an inheritance tax. Oh. Austria hasn't had one since 2008. And in the U.S., we don't have an inheritance tax either, but we do have an estate tax. And so that's something that taxes basically only the ultra wealthy. So if your estate is valued at $13 million or more, Mm -hmm. then you owe tax on the amount over $13 million. When you pass away, then your estate gets taxed. Hmm. For instance, if you are worth $14 million, then you'd be taxed on several hundred thousand dollars at like a 40% rate. And obviously, there's been a lot of controversy over whether this estate tax is not nearly strict enough. There was even in Joe Biden's Build Back Better bill that passed in the last couple of years, there was originally going to be a stipulation in there that brought that threshold down much lower than $13 million. But it ended up being cut before that law got passed. Hmm. So, I mean, all of this news coming out from Marlene and all of the work that she's doing to kind of put money back into her economy to help people and also to kind of put money into an organization to help tax billionaires fairly in a few German-speaking countries. What does this mean for the United States and countries like us here? Well, I think it's going to probably bring a lot more attention to kind of some of the things I was just saying. We do have an estate tax, a federal estate tax here in the U.S., but it's only for really, truly high earners. And and a lot of people think it should be at least a little bit lower than what it is. And then I think the other thing that's going on is that right now we're on the cusp of slash experiencing what the New York Times has referred to as the greatest wealth transfer in history. And so what that means is that by 2045 or so, there's going to be a lot of baby boomers who are aging out and dying, and they're going to pass along their assets 
And the amount that they're going to pass on is, again, estimated by the New York Times to be around $84 trillion, (laughs) truly the largest wealth transfer in human history. And much of this money, or basically most of it, I should say, is going to go to the top 10% income earners. It's going to come from the top 10% to the top 10%. Mm -hmm. And we already have a society that's fairly unequal. And it's expected that this wealth transfer is only going to kind of further exacerbate that. Wow. That is crazy to think that the wealth gap here could even get worse because I do see a statistic here as well that says the bottom 50% of households will only give or receive about 8% of that $84 trillion. I mean, that's just a direct transference from one generation to the other, it sounds like, yeah. to the rich to the rich. Right, exactly. And, and that's how it's kind of always happened in the past. And it's just sure. that there's so much more money on the line now because, you know, America got so much wealthier between 1950, 1960 onward, you know, with properties going up, et cetera. So I think when you see something like from Marlene there in Austria, it's really kind of bucking the trend. Not that there aren't other people who have done it. We have some examples like the founder of Patagonia, He gave away his company and it's $100 million a year in profits are being used to fight climate change. Mackenzie Scott, who was once married to Jeff Bezos, has donated more than $16 billion to philanthropy since 2019. So, you know, we are seeing some moves be made that aren't just this quick transfer of wealth from generation to generation that Marlene Engelhardt is protesting against. Well, yeah, I mean, in the years to come before 2045, I guess we can all hope that that behavior continues at the wealthier classes. Right, exactly. And, uh, you know, Marlene Engelhardt is kind of getting that story out there at the least. Yeah, trailblazer. All right, and that's going to do it for us today. Thanks for tuning in to the Hustle Daily Show. We're a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Our editor today is Robert Hartwig, and our executive producer is Darren Clark. We've got a lot more tech and business coverage in our newsletter. If you're not subscribed, go get yourself signed up at thehustle.co slash email, and we'll see you tomorrow. Hey, everybody. I got a great podcast to tell you about. It's called Truth, Lies, and Work. And it's brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. On this show, you can join husband and wife team, Alan, Leanne, Elliot, as they dispel myths, impart wisdom, and answer all your questions about finding, keeping, and motivating great people. They actually just did an episode with John Smith, who is the manager and agent of famous Argentinian soccer player, Diego Maradona. He talks about in this episode how he was able to manage the global superstar athlete celebrity that Maradona is and was. It's a great listen. You better get out there and check it out. And you can listen to Truth, Lies, and Work wherever you get your podcasts.